Hare Krishna, good morning. Jaya Radha Marava Kunjabihari Jaya Guru Dev, Guru 
Jai go Premanandi. Savior of the whole world. Shri Bhakti Bhaktivedanta Swami. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 1, chapter 15. Text number 15. Hare Krishna. 1, 15, 15. Yo Bhishma Karna Guru Saldya Chamushu Adabra <coughs> Rajya Varya Raha Mandala Mandita Sao A great charomam mama ham vivoratha yata panam. Ayur manam si cha drisha saha oja achat. Yo bishma karna guru salya chamushu ab. Abraha Rajna Varya Ratha Mandala Manditasu Agrek Charo Mama Vibo Ratha Yuta Panam Ayur Manam Si Chadrisha Saha Oja Achart Yobishma Karna Guru Salya Chamushu Adbraha Rajya Varya Raha Mandala Mandita Su Agrecharo Mama Vibo Raha Yutapana Ayur Mamam Zicha Drisha Saho Oja Archat Yo Bhishma Charna Guru Salya Chamush Ab Adbraha Rajna Varya Rata Mandala Manitasu A great charo mama vivo raja yutapana. A your mama msita drisha sahaoja achar archat. Yeah, it is he only. Bhishma, Bhishma, Karna, Karna, Guru, Dronacharya. Salya, Salya, 
Chaomushu, in the midst of the military phalanx. Adabra, immense. Rajnya Varya, great royal princes. Rata Mandala, chain of chariots. Mandit Asu, being decorated with. Age Charaha, going forward. Mama, of mine. Vibo, O great king. Rata Yuta Panam, all the charioteers. Ayu, duration of life or fruit of activities. Manamsi, mental upsurges. <coughs> Excuse me. Cha, also. Jisha, by glance. Saha, power. Oha, strength. Archat, withdrew. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Sila Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami, Sila Prabhupada Ki. It was He only who withdrew the duration of life from everyone and who in the battlefield withdrew the speculative power and strength of enthusiasm from the military, excuse me, from the great military phalanx made by the Kauravas, headed, headed by Bhishma, Karna, Drona, Salya, etc., their arrangement was expert and more than adequate. But he, Lord Sri Krishna, while going forward, did all this. Please, re- please repeat. It was he only who withdrew the duration of life from everyone and who, in the battlefield, withdrew the speculative power and strength of enthusiasm from the great military phalanx made by the core of us, headed by Bhishma, Karna, Drona, Salya, etc. Their arrangement was expert and more than adequate. But he, Lord Sri Krishna, while going forward, did all this. Purport. The absolute personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna, expands himself by his plenary paramatma portion in everyone's heart. And thus he directs everyone in the matter of recollection, forgetfulness, knowledge, the absence of intelligence, and all psychological activities. Srimad Bhagavad Gita. 1515. As the Supreme Lord, He can increase or decrease the duration of life of a living being. Thus the Lord conducted the battle of Kurukshetra according to His own plan. He wanted that battle to establish Yudhisthira as the emperor of this planet. And to facilitate this transcendental business, He killed all who are on the opposite party by His omnipotent will. The other party was equipped with all military strength, supported by big generals like Bhishma, Drona, and Salya. And it would have been physically impossible for Arjuna to win the battle had not Lord, had not the Lord, had the Lord not helped him by every kind of tactic. Such tactics are generally followed by every statesman, even in modern warfare but they are all done materially by powerful espionages, military tactics, and diplomatic maneuvers. Because Arjuna was the Lord's affectionate devotee, the Lord did all this Himself without personal anxiety by Arjuna. This is the way of devotional service to the Lord. Omagana Tirandasya Jananjanan Salakaya Chakshur Militam Jana Tasma Shri Gurvena Maha Shri Chaitanya Minovisham Shapitam Jana Bhutale Swam Rupa Kadamaya Didanti Swapadantikam 
I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge I offer my humble obeisances under the dust of his lotus feet. Namo Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimate Tamal Krishna Goswaminiti Namani Namo Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namani Namaste Sarasvati Devi Gauramani Pacharini Yevishesha Sunyavari Paskatari Shatarini so we're reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam. The spotless Purana has arisen in this dark age of Kali to give us light. Darkness is akin to ignorance. And so when we get the light of the Bhagavatam, we can understand these dark times that we're living in. And isn't this interesting? We're reading about the Pandavas and they are retiring because Krishna has left, and so Arjuna has just returned to his brothers in Hastinapur. Yudhisthira is the emperor of the world. He's been enthroned by Lord Sri Krishna himself. And so we're uh, getting, uh, it's amazing how the Bhagavatam, even from so long ago, the pastimes are still fresh, right? Why? Because we're fighting there's there's war, big war going on right now, right? In Russia and Ukraine. And there's so many uh, military tactics and diplomatic maneuvers and powerful espionages, right? This is going on all the time in the material world. So Krishna is telling us something really, really amazing. Uh, Prabhupada is helping us to understand through the Vedas. Guru is our father. The Vedas are our mother, right? And so the Guru... Uh, Srila Prabhupada can understand the Vedas. He's qualified. He's a qualified spiritual master. So we can take counsel. We can take advice. We can take learning. We can, we can understand things as they are <laughs> in reality from such a spiritual master. And so Prabhupada is so kind. He's translated this verse and, uh, he, Arjuna is speaking, right? And Arjuna is saying, it is uh, Krishna only who killed everyone on the battlefield, withdrew the duration of life. He killed, killed them all. He withdrew the speculative power and strength of enthusiasm from the great military phalanx made by the Korvas. Isn't that an interesting way of saying that? The enthu- uh, strength of enthusiasm, right? When you're really enthusiastic to do something, you, you, you need some power behind it. You, you you get your mind and your senses and your body ready. I'm enthusiastic. I got to get up. Oh, it's my alarm's going off. It's 4 a.m. It's 3:30. Let me get up, take shower, bathe nicely, put on tea lock, come to the temple, come from Mangalarti, chant my rounds, Tulsi Puja, greeting of the deities, Bhagavatam class. <clears throat> so nice. All of these uh, activities. We should be enthusiastic. Uh, for doing. Instead, it's, it's difficult. The material world's full of allurements and our senses want to, to, uh, enjoy the objects of the senses. But this is all illusory, right? Our, our senses don't enjoy anything. They, they, they're just, uh, and our soul, who we really are, is just this hostage witness to all these attempts of our body and our senses to enjoy things. The uh, material sense objects are temporary, so temporary that they're illusory. Our um, enjoyment is is nothing. It is uh, just the modes of material nature, goodness, passion, and ignorance acting constantly. And so uh, sometimes we get enthusiastic to do things. The core of us, headed by Bhishma, Karna, Drona, Salya, uh, were there for... Uh, 
Duryodhan. Duryodhan was the demon son of Dhritarashtra, who was the blind king. And all of these characteristics are indicative of their personalities and, and what's going to happen. The blind king is blind to the, to the horrible nature of his son. Even Duryodhan's mother said, we should have killed you <laughs> when we had the chance. We knew, but of course Krishna wouldn't have wanted that, right? So, Krishna's behind everything. Krishna didn't want, want, uh, Duryodhan killed. He needed Duryodhan to carry out and push for the battle of Kurukshetra so that Krishna could rid the planet in an external way. But we know in a spiritual way, in, a, in the true way, in a, in, in a spiritual, spiritually powerful way, Krishna did everything, right? And this is really important, uh, what, 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 what Arjuna is pointing out. Uh, the arrangement of the Kauravas and their defeat was arranged by Krishna, and it couldn't have been done without him, because these uh, generals were uh, too powerful, and and the arrangement of uh, Duryodhan was too powerful. He had a larger force, and he had better generals. Uh, on the other side was Bhishma. I'm sorry, Bhima and Arjun. Really, right? Satyaki was there, and some other you know undefeatable warriors, but. The reason um, <laughs> Krishna, uh, you know, the reason our, it, it, it stated in the previous verse very clearly, Arjuna remembered that all of the uh, strength and ability that he had was due to Krishna alone. He's he's now seen that Krishna's left Dwarka, and so he feels bereft of any power to do anything. And this is because they're winding up their pastimes, right? There's no more need for the Pandavas to be on the planet. They don't want to be here if Krishna's not here. And so they are, uh, They not only do they love Krishna purely, but they know that all of their power, all of their ability, all of their empowerment to have done anything that they did came from Krishna. And this is the position of a pure devotee. This is the position of a devotee. He doesn't think, well, I did this. I went to school. I went to college. I went to... Some, some, I got a job. I became a manager. I became a, a leader. I became a CEO. So all this money I make is mine, right? And today I have so much money. Tomorrow I'll have more money. All of my intrigues and, and investments will, will, will lead to more, more wealth and more power. And what happens? How much wealth and power do we take with us to the grave? <laughs> None, right? When our body dies, that's it. The soul leaves the body. That's the sign of death. So seeing this and seeing how many people die around us every day, we should become intelligent and use our intelligence to realize that we're not really our bodies, but yet we feel we're something more, right? Because we have consciousness. Because we are a soul. And, and the spirit soul is distinct, from the material body and 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 the and the spirit soul will go on and take another birth after this birth just like we have different bodies throughout our life right we don't have a baby body anymore we don't have a child body we don't have an adolescent body excuse me we're 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 changing bodies and and just the way we will go home and change our clothing one day the soul will change its body and all this is um brought about by the arrangement of the Lord. But it's very important that we get above that, that we get we go beyond that realization. We understand it, we accept it, you know, transmigration of the soul. But if you're really intelligent, you say, well, what's next? I mean, if I've got to take another birth, what's it going to be, right? So in order to affect uh, what your next birth will be, it's so important to become Krishna conscious now. Um the Supreme Lord can increase or decrease the duration of life of a living being. Thus, he conducted the battle of Kurukshetra according to his own plan. He wanted to establish Yudhisthira as the emperor of this planet, and he killed all who were on the opposite party by his will. The other party was had superior strength, and it would have been physically impossible for Arjuna to win the battle. 
had the Lord not helped him by every kind of tactic. Such tactics are generally followed by every statesman. But such tactics, okay, the military and the intrigues and the uh, diplomatic maneuvers, those are the tactics of uh, of leaders, of generals, of warriors, of the military, of the diplomatic corps, right? Basically the kshatriyas, right? These are kshatriya tactics. But what are our tactics? We have tactics too. And our tactics are also infused by the will of the Lord. There's no tactic that we can engage in that will be successful without Krishna's sanction, will, empowerment. Everything, everything is, is, is Krishna's empowerment. Not a blade of grass can move without the will of the Lord. And just see how he rose, he, he made Arjuna rise up to the occasion. Arjuna was a great warrior and he was a great, but, but even in the previous verse, it points out how, um, Arjuna was able to manage the whole battle. He was, he could, just sitting on the chariot, he could manage to vanquish them one after another without difficulty. Um, but it was, um, oh, here it is, where Krishna says, um, Arjuna alone on the chariot, driven by Lord Krishna, could manage the whole responsibility of the great war. I thought that Bhima had a lot to do with the military phalanx and, you know, the organization. And obviously he probably did, right? But who was really in charge? Prabhupada confirms it. That Arjuna was empowered to manage the whole responsibility of the great war for the Kurus, right? For the Pandavas. So this is, this is amazing, you know, because usually we think, you know, Arjuna was on the chariot and Krishna was driving and he was just fighting all the time. But part of the fighting as as the great leader of the Pandavas was that he was managing all, many other warriors at the same time. So, uh, you know, you, they set up their their phalanxes, their their men are massed, and so they have to, to, to respond to it. And so in the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita, you know, the, the, the Kauravas, Duryodhan, he's, he's, he's kind of shocked because the Pandavas have a really good, you know, response. You know, they're ready. But on the other side, Arjuna can see that the, the, the arrangement of, of Duryodhana is, is superior. So he has that moment. He says, I don't want to fight. And so Krishna speaks Bhagavad Gita, right? But I, I don't want to go past it without talking about the, uh, the tactics. Okay, the tactic, military tactics and the tactics of the, uh, of a statesman or a, a warrior or a kshatriya. These are their tactics, right? War, diplomatic maneuvers and, and Krishna empowered Arjuna for that, but but what are our tactics? <laughs> is is our is our is, is is are the challenges that face us any less difficult for us than what Arjuna faced? No, it's very difficult because we have to overcome so many. We have to deal deal with so many struggles of being a soul in a material body in the material world. We have to maintain our bodies. We have to eat nicely. We have to maintain our health so that we can do what? Enjoy ourselves? No. So not just enjoy ourselves, but to, so that we can perform devotional service. So that we can, we can ask, who is Krishna, right? We can read Bhagavatam and be enlightened. We can read Bhagavad Gita. We can associate with devotees. And like you've all come to the class today and thank you for doing that. And like so many devotees will be listening in, thank you for listening in. We're all taking these efforts to try and uh, understand who is Krishna, who are we in relation to Krishna. And Krishna is so pleased by that, right? He's so pleased by it. Uh, in the, uh, uh, I think it's the, is it the 12th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, the Yoga of Devotion, Krishna says, you know, I'm, I'm so pleased when someone takes to this path that even the path of devotion is dear to me because this path will bring the souls back. The souls can come back home, back to Godhead. And Krishna says, anyone who, who, who helps to bring the devotees, bring a soul back to me, they're, they're more dear to me than Balaram. They're more dear to me than myself. <laughs> How can that be, you know? Balaram's really dear, <laughs> dear to Krishna, right? And... So it's so nice to consider how all this works and to understand and have faith that it will work for us 
because we don't have quite full realization yet, but it's coming, right? And we get more and more and more realization every day. And every time we read and we chant and we, we, we get closer to this full, fullness of realization that, you know, Krishna is empowering everyone, everything, and that he's empowering us and in our tactics to cope with the material world. If, 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 if we want to, if we want to thrive, right, spiritually and materially, we have to add Krishna, add Krishna to our lives. And Krishna consciousness is very easy, very easy to perform. You know, chant Hare Krishna, follow regulated principles, no meat, fish, or eggs, no gambling, no intoxication, no intercourse, no gambling, no intoxication, no intercourse, no meat, fish, or eggs. And so vegetarian diet is, is, is not only is it, is it merciful, right, to others, you're not slaughtering animals' bodies just to eat their flesh, which is just disgusting to even think about, right? And it's so horrible to have to cook the meat. They can't eat raw. You know, sometimes they try to eat raw fish, but that's vile. They have to put so much flavoring on it, you know. They put artificial just to make it palatable. So the, the, the this enjoyment, you know, that we think we're getting from the material world, it's so illusory. It's so... um uh, just keeping us shackled to the material world with this samsara, endless birth in the material world, birth, old age, disease, and death, taking another birth, and suffering from our karma. So how do we get free of this karma? There's only one way. We have to surrender to the, to the spiritual master. And the spiritual master, when he sees you're sincere, he'll accept you as a disciple, and, and, and in initiation takes all your sins away. And then you agree to follow the spiritual master's instructions for the rest of your life. And if you do, you can go back home, back to Godhead in this very lifetime. And, and we all understand that and, and, and hear it and accept it, but do we really have faith in it? If we really have complete faith in that, then we'll actually do it, right? We'll actually do follow the instructions. And, and, and perform devotional service every day as we're instructed to do. Instead, it's hard because we get wrapped up. You know, if you have family or you have job or you have life, life demands, it's, it's, it can be difficult to put Krishna first. And the days are just flying by, aren't they? I mean, it's just flying by. It's already going to be May soon. This year has been, I mean, the speediest on record for me. Maybe for children it's slower because they're not as busy, so they feel time goes by very slowly. Remember when you were a kid, how how slowly time went by, right? And so now it's just speeding by. It's just going by. The days feel like hours now. (laughs) You look back and go, "Wait a minute, what happened? I was going to do this. I was going to do that. I was. I had these spiritual plans. I had these ideas for spreading Krishna consciousness. I had this this way. I was going to try to surrender and do this more. I was going to." Learn more verses. I was going to memorize verses. I was going to read more transcendental books of Srila Prabhupada. I was going to associate more with devotees. I was going to, you know, do all these things. And instead, we look back and we go, what happened? <laughs> Time just flies, flies by because we get too engrossed in, in, the, in the difficulties of the material world. Well, if we just surrender to Krishna, all of these tactics for coping with the material world, Krishna will do it for us. <laughs> Just like Arjuna on the battlefield. Krishna empowered Arjuna to do everything. And Arjuna practically, it's very interesting, Prabhupada says, he, 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 without personal anxiety. Can you imagine that? Krishna, Krishna did all this himself without personal anxiety by Arjuna. What did Krishna have to do first to banish the personal anxiety of Arjuna? He had to speak the Bhagavad Gita, right? Because Arjuna was in great personal anxiety. He said, I don't want to kill these people. You know, we've been banished before. Just let us banish us again. We'll live in the forest. You know, it wasn't that bad. You know, I'll move to the Himalayas. You know, they had done this before. So Arjuna was proposing, well, Krishna, I don't know. We don't have to fight, right? You know, let's just let, let's just let them have it. Let them have the world. They think it's so great. Okay, Hastinapur and, and Indapras, they can have it. But, you know, Krishna points out to Arjuna, well, the main reason 
that you need to fight is that I want you to, <laughs> right? The main reason that we should fight to be Krishna conscious is because Krishna wants us to. What does Krishna really want? Does he really want us back that bad? Doesn't he have unlimited cows and cowherd friends? Gopis? Gopas? Mother? Father? So many devotees in a mother and father position that love him and take care of him. Doesn't he have pastimes, like unlimited pastimes? What does Krishna need us for? Does he really want us back? Yes. He wants us back. We're a little tiny spark of him. We're a little tiny spark of that spiritual potency that is him. And so when a little bit goes out, Chris is like, wait a minute, <laughs> I want that back, <laughs> you know. And Radharani is there, she's she's the mother, she's helping us, helping us to get back to the father. And so this this process of Krishna consciousness is, is so nice. We, we have to um, understand from the example of the persons that came before us and, and focus on the Bhagavatam and the Bhagavad Gita. Why are things the way they are? How can we really be empowered? We've all of us already felt empowerment or we wouldn't still be coming to the temple or listening to this lecture or being sitting here, right? Or doing service on the altar or so many devotees are planning Rathiatra, our festival of joy. They're giving their time and energy and talents and intelligence and applying it to a purpose that's entirely spiritual, and Krishna is empowering every, all of us to do those things. It's always a matter of empowerment. How are we going to be empowered to carry out the Krishna consciousness movement? And so the more that we can really remember, you know, this is how it works. Uh, we can be empowered in, in our tactics of spreading Krishna consciousness, of chanting Hare Krishna, of associating with other devotees, of raising our family. We can do all these things. Our job, our, our daily activities, cooking, uh, taking time to, to go out into a, a nice green area and feel refreshed, coming to the temple and feeling enthused to see the, the deities and the devotees and honoring prashadam. These are our tactics that we use to become Krishna conscious. And Krishna is willing to enthuse us to the point that we'll have no personal anxiety. What? No personal anxiety? Can you imagine that? This is a pill. If you could put that in a little pill and give it to him, you can have no personal anxiety if you take this pill. My God, how much would the pill cost, right? What would they charge? What would you charge for that? Billions maybe? Millions? You know, Okay, let me get the billionaires first, and then the millionaires will pay, and then anyway, you know what I mean? You go until you rule the world, right? I mean, something like that. And so really, that's what we have. We have this pill. We have this method. We have this thing that will give you no personal anxiety. Even in this lifetime, if you, if, if you, if you follow the example of Arjuna and you let Krishna in your heart and you let Krishna run the show and you follow the instructions of Krishna's devotees, the spiritual master, we, we, you know, Arjuna had Krishna as his spiritual master, right? So you go, well, I want Krishna as my spiritual master. Well, you, you got him because the spiritual master is empowered by Krishna and he's practically the same as Krishna for purposes of making you a devotee. He's the same. This is something the Christians under Christians say, but they don't really understand. They don't understand. Well, Jesus is he God? Is he not God? Well, he's the Son of God. He's the only Son. He's the only Son. Wait a minute, we're all sons, right? No, we're all sons of the Father, but he's a special Son, <laughs> right? Muhammad, uh, so many great spiritualists, Haridas Thakur, right? They're, they're, they're special souls that become empowered to do everything that the Lord is capable of doing. But do they ever become God? No. Prabhupada is not God himself. He's not, he's not Bhagavan. Jesus is not God himself. He's the Son of God. He's a distinct soul. He's a distinct, distinct person who becomes so empowered that he can spread love of God. Wow. Love of a God. 
Prabhupada, we saw by his example. We read the story of Prabhupada's life. We can see how empowered he was by Krishna to spread love of God. That's all he cared about doing. <laughs> and his whole life's an example of that. And he prepared. It took many years. When he was older, he came to America. <clears throat> Excuse me. Same for us. It may take some time to prepare us, right, for our full Krishna conscious in this lifetime. But we should be working towards it. We should be looking forward to it. My wife dressed the deities yesterday, and she dressed, she used these two earrings for, for Kalachenji. And they were, they're these little flat flowers, and they're, they're, they're yellow, and they've got a little gold tinge around them. They kind of look like a four-leaf clover. So, I've seen them many times, because I get to dress Radha Kalachenji sometimes, you know, evening dressing, you know, once in a while. So I knew about those, those earrings. And they're really, I don't know if they're earrings, but she used them as earrings, and they perfect, right? They fit, they fit with the outfit so perfectly. And it was beautiful. And you could see, you know, at least from my, my limited vision, Krishna seemed pleased. You know, he looks very happy now too, right? He's very happy with the beautiful decoration and flowers and all of the, the dressing that the deities have done. You know, it's so beautiful. The deities, it comes from the devotee's heart. You know, this is the, manifestation of their love for the deity. And Krishna loves flowers, right? He loves beautiful flowers. But I really noticed these earrings because they set off. They look so nice together. And then during the day, I was remembering that. Like that had made, would, would help me remember Kalachanji. And I was like, wow, you know, remembering those earrings and the way they look and his smile and everything else the way it was. So I called my wife on the phone. I said, I'm thinking about how you dressed Kalachanji. It was so beautiful. And it was, I've seen those earrings and I've used them before. I don't know if I used them as earrings. I used them as something else. And I, it was su- such a, I told her it was such a, an amazing uh, inspiration to use those in that way. And that's really what it's about, you know, becoming inspired to do things for the Lord. And okay, you know, interaction with the deity is very, very clearly spiritual, right? It's clearly spiritual because this is, you know, this is Krishna. But what about the day-to-day activities? Oh, my point in saying, telling the story is that I felt elated. I felt really happy that I could remember Kalachanji because of those earrings. And I could tell my wife, nice dressing today. You know what I mean? And it's so nice to, to feel, wow, instead of thinking about the next thing I had to do at work, or something going on at work, or something going on in my personal life, or something going on with my family. I didn't think of that. I didn't think about my belly. What am I going to eat? What will I, when, when will I have lunch or pack a little lunch at work? What am I going to eat? You know, when am I going to do this, do that? No, for at least one moment of my day, I, I could just say, wait, I, I remembered Krishna, you know? And, and it is that remembrance and pleasure that I got from remembering Krishna and 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 feeling that that's that moment you can increase so that it's all day <laughs> you know you're always thinking of Krishna you're always in a pleasure state that's superior to any of the pleasures that you get from the material world because there's always anxiety with it there was no anxiety. There's no anxiety looking at Krishna, right? Looking at Kalachanji, noticing his earrings, the flowers, the flute, his threefold bending form. He's so happy. He's next to Radharani. What is his le- his right foot trying to do? Okay, he's got it flipped over, right? Is that just a? It's a cool way to to you know. He's kind of relaxing, right? It's it's it, maybe it's a little dancing thing. Actually, you know why he's doing it? Because he's trying to get his foot closer to Radharani. <laughs> Krishna considers even the breeze, the breeze that comes from the, from, from the hem of her skirt, when her skirt happens to move and there's a little breeze from it, he considers that the greatest benediction that he could ever, ever experience. A little bit of breeze from the garment of Radharani. <laughs> so think of that. That's amazing when you think of how much love they have for each other. How perfect is Radharani's love for Krishna and how much Krishna appreciates that and then actually begins to envy, not really envy, but want to experience the love that Radharani has for him. Because he can see she's 
She's getting more pleasure than I get from being Krishna. <laughs> Who can understand that, right? He's God. He created the whole thing. So he created running around. He created the pleasure she gets. So why wouldn't he? So he says, I want to access this pleasure. So I'm going to appear as in the mood of Srimati Radharani as my own devotee. So I can enjoy the pleasure of being a devotee. A spiritual pleasure. It's not material. It's a spiritual joy. And so he comes as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And who comes with him? Balaram. Balaram's Nityananda. And Nityananda Prabhu says, I'm going to experience this too. So he's a bhakta as well, right? And he's an avadut. He's in such ecstasy. All day long, all he's doing is, he, he doesn't even have external consciousness sometimes. He's just wandering around. He takes his clothes off. It doesn't matter. He's not thinking about those things. Sometimes he walks into a room and he doesn't have any clothes on. Lord Chaitanya has to get up and throw, to, take his chutter and put it around Lord Nityananda. <laughs> and he says, why, why, why have you come here like this? You know you're not, you know you're not, clo- you're not wearing clothes. And Lord Nityananda says, I want all around, what did he say? I want all around attention. <laughs> he says, he does some apparently cra- crazy things. They're not crazy. They're the, they're the external sign of someone who is in a state of Krishna consciousness beyond anything we can imagine. So completely engrossed that their material things don't matter to them. And this is not something that can be imitated, right? We can't imitate it. We have to appreciate it and appreciate how Krishna does these things. It's so wonderful. Krishna appeared only 500 years ago as Lord Chaitanya. 500 years ago. And he comes with the pancha tattva, the five truths, right? The five associates that he always comes with. Uh, Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Shirdweta, Gadadhar, Srivas, Gora Bhaktavrinda, all of the devotees of the line of the Brahma Madhva Gaudi Sampradaya, they're always with Lord Chaitanya. Why? Because they broke open the storehouse of love of God. They said, anyone who wants to experience this love that Lord Nityananda Prabhu is feeling for Radha and Krishna, come and you can have this. All you, the only price is that you want it. Enthusiasm to get it. And, and, and to have enthusiasm to get it, you have to follow the tactics that the spiritual master gave us. Chant Hare Krishna. Follow the pr- regulated principles of freedom. They'll free you from mat- the material hankerings. The, uh, associate with devotees, honor Prashad, spread this movement, give books, tell people about Krishna. Anything you want to do. You know, within reason, right, to, to spread Krishna consciousness. Krishna's happy you do that. Take some books with you and you can leave them where you go in places, right? Have you ever seen devotees do that? You know, sometimes you go to the doctor's office, right? Stick one in there in the magazines or they'll have a book section. Put, put, put a book up there. Um, I remember I was really fired up one time. I was going to Indian restaurants and asking them if I could put out flyers for Rathayatra. <laughs> You know, they'd have little tables there, because I used to eat at a lot of Indian restaurants before I became a, a devotee, right? So, you know, we don't eat in restaurants now, we try not to, you know, if they're vegetarians. I was going to ones that even served meat, I didn't care, there's Indian. So, and then I heard, I overheard one time, somebody at, at, at that, that Rathiyach say, we, you know, we've, we got a flyer, we found a flyer at this restaurant, so we, this, this Indian restaurant, so we came to Rathiyatra. And I thought, wow, Krishna was so kind to let me know that my effort was appreciated. You know, cause, Krishna can make thousands of people come from what you do. But Krishna will also let you have credit. He'll also tell you that you did this and I'm happy. You know what I mean? He let me, re- he let it be revealed. That I had put, I don't, that's the only time I ever did it. That's <laughs> the only year I ever did that. We've had 20 Rathiatras since then, but I, I never, I was just fired up. And so that was something I did then. Now I'm like, oh God, go into a restaurant. Ask God. You know, I'm like, you know, it's it's like you, you the things you'll do <laughs> when you first join. You're so fired up. You're and 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 that's what we need to keep in our heart all the time. And you can imagine, Prabhupada, that was he was like that all the time. He was always Krishna conscious. He was always doing these things to give Krishna to others. So every little thing we can do all day long, every day, to just tell somebody about Krishna. We're standing there with somebody who doesn't know about Krishna. What? Try to tell them about Krishna, right? You, sometimes you got to do it in an indirect way. 
you know, if they're if they're a Muslim or they're a Christian or they're born again Christian, you don't want to upset them, right? So you can't just start saying, "Hey, Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead," right? You know, you don't start out with that. You start out with, "How are you doing today? How are you feeling? You having a good? Yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm having a great day, and you know, I'm feeling really good." And I say, then you can respond, "Yeah, you know, I'm feeling, I, I, I'm so grateful for the Lord's mercy, you know." The Lord has blessed me so much. You say things like that, people, it will resonate with spiritual people. They'll, they'll, oh yeah. Especially spiritual people that are, uh, in tune. They'll say, yeah, God's behind everything. You know, God bless the, God's blessing me tremendously. And you, you know, I, I like to, I, I remember, uh, His Holiness Keshav Bharti Maharaj saying this a lot when, whenever I would, I would be lucky enough to associate with him. He would say, Krishna is so kind. Krishna is so kind. You'd be talking to him about things that were happening to him. He'd say, Krishna is so kind. Krishna is so kind. And so sometimes you can do that with strange strangers too. You can say, God is so kind. God is so nice. Look at all these nice things. Like you're, 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 uh, uh, you're, you're interacting in the material world. There's nice things, there's bad things, but everything you see is Krishna's energy and Krishna's, Krishna's mercy. And so if you're having a nice day, right? There's no storm, right? The sun is shining. It's not, there's not a flood going on. We don't have famine. We don't have pestilence. You know, not a disease ravaging, you know, bad disease ravaging. Hey, let's be grateful. We go out in the world. Hey, look at this. Look at the platform that we have to do devotional service on. It's pretty nice, right? I mean, it could be a lot worse. You know, earthquakes, tornadoes, volcanoes, you know, So let's acknowledge, wow, Krishna's given me a nice platform and today's pretty good. And I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere where I can interact with somebody. God is so kind, isn't he? Look at all he's blessed me with. I have some money. I'm going to buy some groceries and take home and, and, and turn that boga into an offering for Krishna. Krishna's so kind, right? Did I earn the money? Did the money? No. Krishna gives us the money that we need for the things that we do. Just like everything that Arjuna needed, Krishna did. <laughs> Who was even on his chariot? Who else was on the chariot? Do you know? Hanuman. Because <laughs> they had the flag of Hanuman on the chariot. Did you know that Hanuman would yell from the flag during the battle? <laughs> He would yell and scare the other side. <laughs> and they, they must have known who's Hanuman. Maybe that old man, if Hanuman jumps out of that flag, we're in trouble. <laughs> right? He's, he's just, you know, no one can defeat Hanuman. But this is, this is, uh, you know, so en- en- enlivening to remember these things. Throughout the day, you can remember, wow, um, Arjuna had the flag of Hanuman on his chariot. Who's on my chariot? <laughs> Well, you know, I got some, uh, in my chariot, I have a, a car, you know, I can play music on it, I have radio, do I turn on some crummy radio and I hear, you know, ugly material things yelling at me, or I put in a CD of Western music, I'm listening to rock and roll, is that helpful? No. Can you put in a CD of devotees chanting? Wow. Okay, now I have devotees on my chariot, right? I have, I have, uh, uh, and then in the same way, you're remembering Krishna, you're remembering Ram, Sita, Lakshman, Hanuman. You're feeling empowered. Okay, now I'm going to take on the world. Tamal Krishna Maharaj, my spiritual master, when he was in uh, Juhu in Mumbai, in Bombay, and they were fighting for the land, right? Uh, Mr. Nair was this demoniac landowner. He would cheat people by giving them a, a contract for the land, and then he would... He wouldn't carry it out and he would keep the property, but he'd keep the, the earnest money, right? He was a big cheater. And so Prabhupada said, no, we're not going to be cheated by you. So it was a huge battle, years long battle. And this book is about that right here. Yeah, I'll build you a temple, the Juhu story by His Holiness Giri Swami. It's a, it's a brilliant, beautiful, beautiful book, right? It's unbelievable, actually. Every page is just full of, 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 uh, enthusiasm for Krishna consciousness. That the devotee and all the sufferings of the devotees. Oh my God, they they live in a land with such a horrible, 
you know, insect, rat infested. The, the, there were other people already living there. They were a problem. There's this problem, that problem. The police were against them because they were paid off by Nair. The newspapers are against them because Nair owned the newspaper, one of the big newspapers. It was an incredible battle, right? So each step along the way, they had to deal with the municipal authorities or trying to get authorities to build a temple, do this, do that. They had to go to court all the time, right? They were always sitting in offices of the municipal authority to get this or get that. So one time they were in court, and Tamal Maharaj, he would pray to the weapons of Lord Ram <laughs> so that he would be successful <laughs> in that day's activities, you know, because they, they were going in to try to get some bureaucrat to approve this and somebody else to get somebody, you know, and, and so he, he was praying to Lord, Lord Ram's weapons, you know. So do we do this? Can we do this? Yeah, we can do the day. We can pray to the holy name. What's the greatest weapon in this world is the holy name. And the greatest remedy to everything that's bad in the, in the world is the holy name. Disease, difficulties, lack of rain. Why do we get rain? Because we do Sankirtan Yagya. We chant Hare Krishna. If you don't chant Hare Krishna, there's not going to be any rain. Real simple. You know, it's the pan, it, 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 it's the solution to the world's problems. And, and if you could stop, at least stop killing the cows. <laughs> you know, stop killing, and instead, they're deforest, they're, 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 they're deforesting Brazil. The great, huge, um, jungles. The, the tropical rainforests of Brazil, they're cutting them all down and burning them up. To get a little tiny bit of grass grow for a couple seasons, that's all they get to, to, to graze cows, to kill them for the meat. And so we're literally destroying the planet. And so you're wondering, well, why are all these bad things happening? You know, there's a, a really bad drought in California on the West Coast. And more rain is coming on the East Coast. So, you know, they're drawing so much oil out of the planet, you know, that it imbalances Mother Earth, right? She's a globe. And she's, she's, she's specially held in, in this, this state in the material, in the universe. And if you become unbalanced, it changes, right? It turns. Everybody knows that. If you got a big globe filled with sections and there's water and sand and the water moves around, if you change it, it's gonna go, you know, tilty, you know, it's gonna, and it messes everything up. Cause everything's in a nice arrangement. And the thing, reason everything's becoming all messed up is cause it's Kali Yuga. And people are, are, are slaughtering animals in just a ridiculous way. You know, it's horrible. And there's no, it, it, why? The, the good thing is the, these, these substitute meats are coming out. People are realizing this tastes just as good, right? And it's not bad for you. So there's hope, right? That more, fewer, more people can give up this, this meat eating. But there's still got to be karma for the past. So we're seeing it now. People are dying in a war. In, Ukraine. Why? It's so silly. The one country decides I want to do this. All the other countries say don't do it. But what, what, what do they do? They got to fight them back. Then you get what? Maybe World War III. Is that possible? Yes. So all of these really horrible things are going on right now. And do we just live our lives? Well, it's not affecting me. Okay. There's, there's inflation. Okay. Food prices are rising. Gas prices are rising. But I still have enough. I'm still okay. I know Krishna will take care, care of me. Is that all we say? Or do we say, wait a minute, no. This, this is, this is serious right now. <laughs> you know? We, you know, devotees all sit around and say, you know, what, what's it gonna take for Christian consciousness to spread all over the world? You know, we're trying, but are we really? Are we really giving 100% or even 50% or even 20%? I don't, I don't even give that much. I, I want to give more. I want to give 50% of my life, right? To spreading Christian consciousness. Man, if you can give even 10% of your life to spreading Christian consciousness, right? You're gonna, Krishna's gonna empower you, you know? It just takes that, that, that realization that every day, it's not just for me to keep on the same, the same routine, right? It's so easy to get in a material routine. I just do this, I do this, I do that, I make money, I take care of family, I go to work, I come back, I chant, I get up, I read, Okay, once in a while I get Bhagavatam class. You know, it should be more. It should be every single day maximizing the Krishna consciousness potential. And then when you get older, you can retire. And you can do that all the time. Wow. The children are grown. What are you going to do? Sit around when you're older, just watch movies? 
Read newspapers. <laughs> Go get a newspaper from 20 years ago that was so important that you read that day. Do you need to read it now? No, it's old news. The, new, the news you're reading now is already old. It's already totally unimportant. It's not, it's because it's not spiritual. It's not, it's just temporary material maneuverings and material energy. And we're welcome to stay here as long as we want. <laughs> can read as many newspapers as we want, watch as many movies as we want, you know, but guess what? You're going to pay the price, your karma, the good and bad things you do. When you, when, when you become a devotee, you get out of the karma. Krishna can change your karma. And it said that. Prabhupada said that he can change, uh, your uh, duration of life. I don't think I was supposed to be here anymore if I hadn't become a devotee. My my life was trailing out of control, really out of control. I was very unhappy, even as a youth, as a teenager, very unhappy person. And so I was trying to enjoy the material world, to 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 cover over that great unhappiness, and it it never worked. <laughs> Instead, I was just like on a collision course with devastation, with complete destruction. And I would have lost my, would have lost my life error. No question, I would have lost my life. So Krishna, instead, I was lucky enough to meet the devotees, to read some books, to get on a course where I said, oh yeah, something from my past helped me to say, this is what I should do. This is what I want. And so now that I've found it, I don't want to like squander that. I don't want to, I don't want to miss out, you know, cause how long did it take? How many births did it take to get here? You know, how many times was I so unhappy and I ended up dead or all these other horrible lifetimes that we've lived? <clears throat> and obviously there's good lifetimes too, but on the whole, it's all just the same. It's good and bad, good and bad, good and bad. We want to get above good and bad, get on the transcendental platform where we're doing everything for pure goodness, pure transcendental behavior. So thanks for coming today. Sorry I went way over time. I was going to try to stop at 8.30. Any comments or questions? We're ready for lunch. Thanks. I'm sorry, breakfast. Sure. How do we deal with the separation from our spiritual master? Um, yeah, that's a big, big, big question, big issue. Uh, for me personally, I'll just give a real personal answer. I feel that it's, it's the same, it's, it's designed to, uh, bring out in us the same feelings we should be feeling from being separated from Krishna. Anything that you feel for the spiritual master is the same as you feel for Krishna. So if you're feeling separation from a spiritual master, it's really good. If you feel love and appreciation for the spiritual master, that's the point. Krishna appears as the spiritual master. And so the spiritual master is there to accept all of this love and service that we do. And he accepts it for himself? Never. The spiritual master will never accept even obeisances and say, oh, they're, they're offering obeisances to me. No. They think they're offering obeisances. Hare Krishna. They're offering obeisances to Krishna and me. They're, they're, they're offering obeisances to Krishna that I'm able to help them to understand Krishna. That's what, so they never take it for themselves. Prabhupada never took even in anything that, oh, for his own credit. He gave all credit to Krishna. And he, he accepted everything on Krishna's behalf. So, so he was excited when he would see the devotees Serving all these young men and women who joined and they were hippies and they were unhappy people and he turned them into happy devotees. It was a miracle. Really, it was a miracle. It is a miracle. Anyone to become a devotee is a miracle. Anyone that you can attract to Christian consciousness, it's a miracle. You're empowered to do that. So when you miss the spiritual master, that's wonderful. And the, the absence of the spiritual master is also designed to Help us to understand that what we should really be attached to is the instruction. And so the guru, guru, guru is not around, so you, but you still have the instructions and you're still following the instructions. And so the more you, you, you become attached to following the instructions, the more you're attached to the guru. Even though his physical form is not present. And Prabhupada says, said that, you know, my, my teachings, my instructions are more powerful than me. 
You don't need my vapu. You know, don't need my form. You need my vani. Follow my vani. But but I'm new, so I want the vapu, right? I need the form. I need to see the form of spiritual master. I had Tamal Krishna Maharaj. He's left the planet. I have a shiksha guru. I, I need to see them every so often, right? Giriraj Swami was just in town a while back. It was so nice to see the form of the spiritual master. But at the same time, as you progress and mature as a devotee, you become more attached to the to the uh, instructions. You still are attached to the form. You never lose that love because you have that. You had that interaction. You know, the spiritual master gave you initiation, right? Handed you beads. It's so special to remember that. And devotees always take pictures of that, right? And then give you so that you remember that. Here's you, here's a picture of you accepting initiation. You know, here are your beads. Chant. So what is he doing? What's, what's he telling you? The spiritual magic. It's, I didn't initiate just to hang out with me the rest of my life. I have other things to do. I have to travel and, and I have to preach and I have to make other devotees, initiate other people, get to know them, see if they're qualified. They've got to get to know me. Once that happens, the spiritual magic, he doesn't have to stick around. He handed you those beads. That's it. That's it right there. You got the beads. What are the, okay, I'm holding beads. What are the beads for? <laughs> Chanting. <laughs> That's the instruction. Every day, 16 rounds, minimum, Hare Krishna. That's just the minimum, right? You can do more. <laughs> you know, read an hour a day. Offer all your food to Krishna. So, that's a, would be my answer that, it, you know, we, we, uh, it's, it's good to feel separation from the spiritual master. And if you ever have problems or you need to reach out, that's still there, right? If, 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 if you can do that, some spiritual masters, you can send them a text or an email. Sometimes you can't. There's others in between that will do that, serve that function. And don't think that they're not as empowered as the spiritual master. And sometimes too, if you need, uh, assistance, like if you, uh, if you, if, if you want to get a hold of your spiritual master, but you just can't do it, then what you can do is, is, um, you can take shelter of those that are in his line, you know, like his god brothers or god sisters, or persons that you've accepted as a shiksha guru too, right? You can take advice from that. And the temple president is always empowered. And you can, if, so, if there's like immediate things that you need, you can talk to a, a, a more advanced devotee and they'll help you with stuff too. So it's not just this, it's not just a guru, right? The guru is important. The initiating spiritual master. But at the same time, it's very important to, uh, take shelter of other devotees. And I've, I've seen how amazing that, that really works. It really does work. And, uh, there's a really great story, but it's late. I'll, I'll tell you another time. Thanks for being here. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki. Srila Prabhupada Ki.